Welcome to the Tales from the Crypt podcast. We are an actual play podcast featuring a revolving cast of players making our way through micro RPGs, highly narrative tabletop games, and the more popular and less known RPG systems from a wide variety of genres. Content may not be suitable for children, and content warnings can be found in the description. I'm Riley Groves, and I'll be your host, your guide, your GM on this episode of Tales from the Crypt. Previously on Tales from the Crypt. Bill and Severn take their places, standing back to back at first, and pacing off ten steps before turning, facing each other down, hands at the ready, both hovering over their six shooters. Time seems to pass by extremely slowly, but suddenly they both reach for their guns. Pulling them quickly, you hear one shot followed immediately by another, and then a third, and you see Severn collapse. Only he doesn't fall backwards from a gunshot. He falls forward. And out of a door, from behind Severn, out of a door that seemed to have showed up from nowhere, not attached to a building, just out in the open, you see three men step through. One of them, dressed in all dark clothing, holding two six-shooters. And he begins firing immediately as two other people make their way through. And as the three of you watch, you see Bill Haight take one shot, then a second. And then a moment later, with the stranger standing over top of him, he takes a third at point-blank range. After the man reaches down and grabs his gun, and as quickly as he appeared, he weaves through that same door. Welcome back to Tales from the Crypt. We're continuing our playthrough of We Deal in Dice based on the We Deal in Lead RPG system. Returning to the table, I have John. Well, hello. Mikey. Hi. And Rebecca. Hello. Playing their characters, Betty Bob Cocker, Cal McRae, and Jesse Jane. Before we jump into the episode, let's get to know each other a little bit better by answering a question from our pod deck interview deck. And the question is, if you had to delete all but three episodes, nope, three apps from your smartphone... What three would you keep? Hmm. Does, I mean, <laughs> like, okay, so do the basic ones count? Like e- texting? I would say, I would say, definitely any basic phone function, meaning text message, calling, voicemail, it, things like that, are staying on your phone. Internet browsing, like the Safari app, if you have an iPhone or photos. Yeah, photos. That's an app. They're all apps. Yeah. They're- so okay. So anything your your phone comes with, like stock and standard, that okay. isn't a third party. Okay. Um, application. Let's say that. All right. Do we want to start the question over? No, go for it. We'll give some parameters to the old, <laughs> to the crowd here. Powers of editing too. You know? Yeah. You could just cut it all out. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. Um, I think I would do. I would definitely have to keep YouTube. YouTube's same. Definitely, definitely has to be there for me. Um, other than that, the only other apps I really use are Instagram, and that's a lot of the time just for business purposes. And I probably would have to keep. Um, 
Probably Twitch. Okay. Probably Twitch. Right on. I like. I enjoy uh, watching nerds have fun and get paid for it. Nice. So. Solid. Yeah, I'd probably say the exact same. Except instead of Twitch, I'd I'd have to say Discord just for being able to mm-hmm. talk to everybody um, for game night and podcast stuff. And it's just like the, it's way better than a group chat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. My answer is so much more boring. <laughs> I'm gonna keep my Google app. No, you got Google. No, I don't like Safari. Okay. No, okay. It okay. comes That's with fine. Safari. I don't like Safari. Yep. Okay. I use the Google app. Okay. Um, also, IMDb. Mm. And I'm probably obligated to keep my banking app, so I, mm-hmm. you know, know how much money I don't have. No, it's better mystery. <laughs> <laughs> swipe it till it don't swipe no more. Yep. Yeah, I was gonna say banking app, Discord. Uh, and Instagram. Reason I'm not doing YouTube, I don't have YouTube on my phone now. I just go into the browser and type in YouTube and then look up a video there. Wow, you're so you weird. Think, yeah, you think you know someone. Okay, so does the app play videos if it's closed? No, see, that's no. the thing. I was just about to say okay. it does. So, yeah. like, if it doesn't play videos when the app is closed, it doesn't play videos when my phone's closed, there's no reason to have the app. I'll just find it. Yeah, I have you the app. You just literally exposed useless. the loophole we've all been trying to I avoid mean, them finding out about for yeah. years now. It's pretty, yeah, pretty annoying. So those are those would be my three. Well, let's roll into the episode. Bad Bill Hate lies dead in the decrepit town of Swampwater. Grohl, his trusty companion, remains curled up on his chest, letting out the occasional whimper as his body slowly submerges into the swamp. The oil derrick continues to grind and spit a burst of flames sporadically into the afternoon sun as a pair of buzzards begin to circle overhead. The three of you surround Bad Bill Hate's body. <laughs> I can't believe this is real. He was, he was, he was like perfect. He was the best. He was the strongest, best gunslinger we knew. I, 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 I don't understand. Jesse's gonna go find a shovel. Okay. Where does Jesse look? Mm, there was a shed like out back or something of the bar, as I recall. Okay. Uh, I mean, there was just a back entrance to the bar that was like a storage like entrance. Um, but you can go search there, sure. Okay, yeah. I'm going to look around for where a shovel would be. Okay. Do you go through the saloon or do you go around the back? Around the back. Okay. Um, you take the same route that you and Cal took when you originally got to Swamp Water and you head to the back of the storage shed and sitting in one of the corners is a rusted shovel. Alright, I'm going to grab it and go start to uh, dig a hole in a nice location. As you make your way out into the swamp to begin to start digging a hole, you realize that that's next to impossible as every time you dig the shovel in, the hole that you've just made fills with swamp water. Okay. Jesse is going to burst into tears out of frustration and grief. Okay. Please uh, burst into tears, please. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Betty's, Betty's definitely going to console Jesse and, you know, go over to her and be like, ain't nothing we could have done. We, we, we did our best. They just, I've never seen power like that. I've never seen anything like that. That was unimaginably the most insane thing I've ever seen. I've never seen anyone faster than Bill with a gun. Nor I. And that's another thing. They took that. They took his gun. I saw that. 
that man. It was, he looked unearthly. Yeah, and, and Severin said something about it, too. He took Severance's gun, too. It's weird that he took both of them, and, and it's like he didn't care about them, he just wanted their guns. But they just got in the way. I, 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 I don't want to know what to do. Um, I, I believe I, I, we can't just leave them here. Well, I can't dig this goddamn hole. I don't, I don't know what to do about the fucking hole. I can't let the buzzards get them. Cal, you're brawny. I can carry him. Yeah, I think that we need to get him out of here. Um, but we, uh, I, I, Bet, Betty's gonna like just glance around and see is there any remnants of the people who attacked? Is there any um, sign that they were even there? Or like the, did the portal like leave any type of mark or, or anything? Searching where you remember the door to have appeared and disappeared, you discovered no markings. There's no trace, no remnant of it, uh, other than Severin's half-submerged body, which is only a few feet in front of where the door materialized. The only other things that you can find uh, as evidence are spent shell casings and the remains of the clothing of the Greyken gotcha. that you both dispatched, or that you dispatched both of. Um, did he leave, did he leave tracks? Did he leave, like, any, like, a boot print or anything? Nothing is leaving tracks in this swamp. Remember, the swamp is really pretty deep. It's, it's waist deep at, at parts. So, so we, we, we're not, like, near a building or anything. It's just we're in a swamp. You're pretty much in a swamp. Out, the, the few buildings that were in swamp water were the saloon, the stilted shack, um, and, uh, a couple other really decrepit, dilapidated buildings that, you know, you can visually intuit that there isn't yeah. the capability of anything happening in them. Um, Betty's definitely going to try to find one of the uh, shell casings from, uh, from uh, Bill's gun. Okay. And uh, definitely going to hold on to that. Probably right going to tie it in her hair. Okay. Yeah, you, you guys have seen plenty of um, shells from his gun before and you're able to, to fish one out of the swamp near his body. Alright, well I guess we should get him out of here and uh, try to figure out what the hell is going on. We know that his gun was special, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah, they they wanted that gun. Now they have it. And <laughs> don't even know what they want to do with it. Can't be good. Yeah, well, now they pissed us off, so <sighs> yeah, that can't be good for them either. Not at all. That man was like a mentor to me. I will stop at nothing to avenge his death. He was like a father to me. All of us, I think. Yep, me too. He's been like my daddy since I was nine. So we are agreed in that we are keeping up the order that Bill started us on. Oh, 100%. This red right hand, so-called whoever, definitely just made my list. Well, I'm of the same school of thought as Bill Haight, that an order needs a, a leader. And I feel like we must think about which of us shall lead this new order. That is a big consideration. I'm not saying we have to figure it out now. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it when we set camp or something, but... Yeah, I 
feel like right now we just need to get Bill out of here. We gotta get out of here and gather our wits. Yeah, yeah, let's take care of this body and uh, figure out what we're doing. I agree. So what do you do with the body? I carry him. I throw him. I, I, do we have... Is there anything around to... We could probably wrap him in a little bit. Maybe something to... Just for the sake of dignity. You remember that there were some really shitty tablecloths inside the bar on a few uh, of their old tables. going to have to do... Uh, you're able to put several of them together to, to make a proper covering. I will carry them up and out. Okay. And then we all sing a really terrible version of Amazing Grace. <laughs> and it sounds bad. Okay. Amazing <laughs> Grace. Poor girl. Girl stays a few feet away from everybody else. Now, Grolf follows you guys very closely at this point, as he was always Bill's right-hand man for as long as all three of you can remember. And as you carry Bill's wrapped body out of the swamp, several of his bullet holes continue to leak, and your shoulder eventually gets covered. Your waxed duster gets covered, and Bill hates blood. But this doesn't stop you, the three of you, from making your way out of swamp water. As you walk into the evening, The sun begins to set as you finally make your way out of the swamp entirely and onto some firm land, some firm ground, anyways. I mean, I think we're out of the worst of it, and it's getting dark. It probably wouldn't be a bad idea to just maybe try to bury him here and make a camp or something. Yeah, that's a good idea. We should do it before it gets too dark. Yeah. I brought the shovel. Excellent, excellent. We might need it. We'll take turns. Are there any stones around? Plenty. Yeah, we'll build like a. We'll, I, I say we'll dig a small a small ditch and then we'll we'll pile some stones on them and make them a proper can. He always wanted to be buried in a ditch. Don't we all? It's <laughs> it's it's the life we lead. So yeah, I think we all just take turns digging the hole. Okay. After uh, you know it being a short ditch, yeah, we'll say not too long. Not even several hours later, you guys get the hole the size that you need for Bad Bill Hate, who in certain towns is referred to as Big Bill Hate because he is quite the monster of a man. Mm. As evening you know, sets into night, you guys finally get Bill's body into the ground and covered properly with rocks. Well, Bill, it's, it's been a... It's been a hell of a ride, buddy. Um, I can't thank you enough, and just know that we're going to get these bastards. We're going to get them, Bill. Every last one of them. We're going to make them pay. Yeah, I think at that point, Betty just starts trying to make a fire. Um, it's got a lantern and oil, so that's probably been up a little bit, mm-hmm. lighting a little bit, and then make a fire and just quietly just get ready to bed down not really talking to the rest of the group just being by yourself okay yeah and as the three of you set up camp it it doesn't take much you have a lantern and oil so starting a fire isn't really a taxing job um i believe betty bob's the only one with a bedroll um i do have a bedroll yeah and i'm also chain smoking the entire time nice yeah girl curls up next to bill hates burial mound and Cal 
and Jesse um, will unfortunately have to rough it out on the ground. How big is Grill? Uh, I would say Grill's probably between probably about thirty five pounds. Okay, so I'm not going to scoop him up. Uh, he, he's <laughs> from interactions of the past. You know, he's not really the most pickupable raccoon okay. dog. By the way, my sister yesterday sent me a video of a raccoon dog, which is a real animal. <laughs> I said which, that. I didn't realize until I saw that. I and wasn't listened. being facetious. Yeah, I didn't know that they that use was them real. Prefer. Yeah, that's, I can see why. They're very fuzzy and very yeah, cool. Yeah, they don't treat them very well. That's mm. unfortunate. It's tragic. Yeah. Grohl is treated very well. Of course he is. So, does anybody want to do anything else before you slip into sleep? No, I'm just going to scratch Grohl. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, Betty's still trying to process just everything that just happened and probably is trying to figure out what, like, just what, what, like, what's going on. And Cal? Yeah, uh, Cal's doing pretty much the same. He's just kind of trying to gather his thoughts, but meanwhile he's just kind of standing vigil, sort of, over everybody, just just taking it all in, just like, what the hell? Also, I'm going to throw in there retroactively. Can we check Bill over for anything? See if he had any, like, anything oh, yeah. on his body? Loot the corpse. Not loot, just be like, you know, you don't want to bury him with everything. You know, yeah. you want to, if he had, like, you know, leads, if he had lead on him or, personal, or anything yeah, like that. Effects. I was wondering if I uh, maybe took his bullwhip. And then uh, we all have the bullwhip. We all whip. have bullwhips. Now you're like the guy at the Ren Fair. Jack the Whipper? Yeah. I fucking love his videos. (laughs) Searching Bill's body before you throw him in the grave, you did find that he has some coffee that he made for each of you every morning. Oh, God. You find a set of caltrops, some chalk, and his bandana that he often used when you guys had some less than savory dealings going on. Oh, like, oh, not like he used it to... Okay. No, God. <laughs> not that kind of handkerchief. <laughs> it's not a sock. Yeah. No, I meant more like for wiping purposes. You know, oh. just the, the, the unsa- you said I didn't. Yeah, sorry. No. He's <laughs> um, got a bandana covered in shit. Yeah, just, just like, it's a shit rag. You ever heard about yeah, yeah. Like, shit. It's his bumper cloth mouth. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, I meant more when you guys uh, dip below the line and perhaps do more harm than helping of. As people. a mask. Yes. Um,. Yeah, I, th- I think we just, uh, I want I, I'd lay all those items out in front of everybody and be like, this is all he really has left, and I feel like we just need to keep it close. It's like to have a part of him around, you know? Betty, do you, do you mind if I keep that bandana? No, it's yours. We killed a lot of men with him wearing this bandana. It uh, means a lot. I, I wouldn't mind the coffee if that's okay with you. I, I could take over. I think you should be the one to make the coffee. Yeah. You uh, do make the second best coffee in this crew. It's because I use a shit rag. Oh. <laughs> that's that fancy stuff. Double filtration. The rank of the sock, the sweet of the coffee. It's true. Um, what, what else do they have? Caltrops and chalk? Yes. What the hell are caltrops? Um, like things you drop behind you and people step on them and hurt themselves. It's oh. like... Uh, the you know, like jacks, jacks. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Okay. yeah it's like gotcha. that but they're pointy and dangerous mm. i'll take the caltrops i'll eat the chalk <laughs> <laughs> we did not bring any food on this trip yes you did we had three I mean, days had rations three days rations with that as you guys are divvying up what was left of bill's possessions Grohl 
comes over to the center of the fire and kind of from a, a fold in his belly skin he pulls out six lead as well and holds them towards the fire oh girl wait have you been holding on to bill's bullets what a clever dog that's that's amazing those are extremely hard to come by um you got pockets i think he's got folds Huh. He's a bit, he's pretty roly poly. We should feed him a little less, I think. Never. Give him the chalk, it's filling. He's my, <laughs> he's my chunky friend. What are you doing? I guess he does collect bullets. I go over to him and I say, Don't worry about that. They're, we're not going to feed you any less. Meow, meow. <laughs> so that's a total of six lead, you said? Yes. Two, two each? Two each. That would be. So we add two lead? Yeah. And that's permanent, right? Or no, that's just lead. Lead goes away as lead goes away. Lead goes away as lead goes away. Okay, so. But it's per round, not per shot. Yes. So how many lead did you have? I had eight written down, but I okay. think that's what I started with. But I definitely shot my gun and reloaded it. Okay, so then you should have seven lead. Okay. Now you should have nine lead. Now I should have nine. Okay. So anytime you reload, you take one lead away. So right. And but it doesn't like like it's not like a it you, you get it all back after a long rest. Like it's just correct. that's that's what you that's have. It. Okay. That's it. And okay. It's also used as currency in this game. You can also barter, but it is the most valuable thing. So. Right. So it's not like yeah, because you can't deal lead for lead. Right. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Yeah, I think we're just turning in for the night. And Cal, you said you are staying up for a while? Yeah. Watching over it? Yeah, I'll take, I'll take a watch. Cal, as you stand by the fire, overlooking your last remaining friends, Jesse, Anne, Betty Bob, and Grohl, you become transfixed, staring at the center of the fire. And the longer you stare, the more your mind wanders. When suddenly, you're standing outside of a town, and it's a town that you know. In fact, it's the town of Riptide, your one-time home, and where you first encountered Bad Bill Hate and the other members of the Order of the Mountain. It's a place you haven't been back to since, and as you stand outside the town, you notice that it is devoid of any activity, no movement of man or beast. But as you begin to move towards the town, Bill's voice begins to echo. Death is just Death another, is door. another door. And as Death you move through the dark town, seeing nothing but Death cold and dark houses, Death. Bill's voice is replaced with another sound, and it's the sound of a rapping hammer. You continue to pass shops and houses that you once knew, that now stand empty, dark and cold, until you reach one small shop in the middle of the town, whose windows emit a bright light, which attracts you towards it, and as you grow ever closer, the sound of the hammer intensifies. You open the door slowly, and standing over a workbench is a portly man in a worn leather apron, and as you stand in the doorway, the man ceases his work and looks up over his spectacles and says, Come here, come here. And he beckons you forth. And suddenly, you find yourself in the center of the shop, flanked by Jesse Jane and Betty Bob Cocker. Bill said y'all would be coming by eventually. Said you'd be looking for this. And the man holds up an ornate six-shooter that gleams with a magnificent light. And as he holds it out, all three of you slowly extend a hand to touch the pristine weapon. And as your fingers feel the fine steel, you are suddenly alone once more, standing in the darkness of a void with only a red door emitting a faint light standing in front of you. You hear Bad Bill's voice one more time. Death is just another door. 
as you take one step closer to it. Suddenly, you are rocked, standing back again in front of the fire, overlooking your friends. What in the hell was that? I look in my hand. Your hand is holding only what you were holding before. (laughs) Your penis. (laughs) My six shooter. (laughs) Jesse Jane. As you toss and turn uneasily through the night, Bill's last words haunt every dream that you have. Many you don't remember. Death is just another door. As you stand in the darkness of the desert night, several vultures circling far off guide you to a large basin nestled in a quiet desert. At first, it seems the vultures were circling your childhood homestead, a place you said you'd never return to. Is just another door. But as you get closer, the vultures narrow their circle over a single tree. One you never paid much attention to as a child, as it was already dead when you were young. Death is just another door. As you move closer and run your hands down the tree's smooth, glowing bark, you hear the cries of the vultures replace Bill's is just another door. When you look up, the sky is now replaced with hundreds of vultures circling the moonlit, moonlit basin. You follow their paths as they begin to dive down, several at a time, landing on the desert floor, pecking, 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 as the ground begins to bubble up, and decaying hands and heads burst from the sand. The birds continue to peck at their prey, tearing pieces of flesh from the rising corpses. Suddenly, a hand reaches and grabs you from behind. As you spin, you see the decaying face of a long-sworn enemy. And it's the last image you see before it all fades away, and you are left alone, standing in the darkness of the void, with only a single red door in front of you. With each measured step, you move closer and closer. And as you reach for the door's handle, Bill's voice returns. Death is just another door, darling. And suddenly, you awaken with a scream. Holy shit. I'm gonna... Oh, I'd say I'm getting fresh air, but I don't have a tent, so... You are always getting fresh air. I am always getting the fresh air. Is Cal still up? Or Betty Bob? Or anybody? Yeah. You you too? I just had the worst dream. I've had one too, and I wasn't even need to be asleep for it. Oh, oh, okay. What is it about Bill, I'm assuming? Death is just another door. That's what he said to me, too. Scary. And I look over at Betty Bob. When you look over at Betty Bob, you see her and Grohl twitching in her bedroll. Because the dread of the evening made it difficult for Betty Bob to fall asleep. But finally, after what seemed like an eternity of tossing and turning, Grohl climbed into your bedroll. A rare occurrence, as he typically shared accommodations with Bill. The comfort of the creature helped to calm your nerves from the evening and pass you into sleep, where you see Bill's face and hear his final words pounding through your subconscious. Death is just another door. As you pass death into the dream just room, Bill's door. words death slowly morph from door. death is just another door into the sounds of a steam engine. You and Grawl are perched on the front of the train as it glides gracefully through the morning before moving into the midday sun, which pounds hot on your skin. But then as quickly as it became midday, it melts into evening. With every passing moment, the train slows and begins to rust away. Its wheels whine along the tracks and its gears grind as the train barrels into the night. But finally, the train exhales its last loom of steam before grinding to a halt in front of a large hill, jutting out of the moonlit desert. The hill has a long abandoned mine entrance dug into its stalwart face. And as you move from the train, you notice a dozen oil derricks that at first were toiling away smoothly. But as you begin to move towards the mine, they begin to age. 
and grind and whine before finally becoming too rusted to continue their work. As you continue to walk, you follow a worn trail to the mine's entrance and begin to wander into the substantial dark. Occasionally you hear Bill's voice, death is just another door, intermittently mingled with a growling noise and a familiar rusted grinding. At last, after seemingly walking for hours on a table lit by a lantern at the end of the path lays a piece of blue-gray iron shining in the light of the lantern. You move to touch it, and as your fingers meet the cold metal, you find yourself standing in the darkness of the void, alone except for a single red door in front of you. Bill's voice booms, death is just another door, and it prods you closer to the door. As you walk, the path you're on starts to accumulate a layer of snow that's falling in the dark void. You reach for the door, smoothly swinging it open, standing in front of you in a small shack filled with dozens upon dozens of guns is the red right hand, the stranger who took Bill's life. He turns with two guns drawn. As two shots ring out, he whispers, too slow, and you fall back through the void and awake with a shot. Betty, you alright? in the hell? Whoa. Weird. Growl, what are you doing in here? Get, shoot. Get out of my bedroll. What is... That was the weirdest thing ever. I just had the craziest... Dream. It felt so real. I saw... Did you see the red door? Yeah. What, what, what do you mean? You, you guys saw had... We, saw, we both saw similar things. So you saw who was after the door? I didn't get to make it through the door. You didn't make it through... I woke, Cal? I woke up. It was the red right hand, and he. It, the room was full of guns. And the red right hand was there, and, 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 and he had two guns on me, and he shot... Said too slow, but you heard Bill's voice. Oh, I heard Death Bill. Death is just another door. And this door is something that was... In the, we had the same dream. You think Bill's talking to us? Something, somewhere. We gotta find this door. Or a door. Where was your door? It It was just a black void. I, I don't... I saw a town that I knew. And, and there was a blacksmith working, and it looked like he was making a pistol. This magnificent piece of iron. And it looked like, did it look like Bill's gun, or was it, like, super fancy? It was similar to Bill's gun, but it was not an exact replica of his gun. Making a, a one of the finest firearms I've ever seen. And we were all there together, and it was like we were all reaching for it together it was weird it was like three arms reaching out you know this town i I remember it vaguely town called riptide but it was strange i knew i knew it to have people there in my my vision it was barren lifeless seems like a good enough place to stop yeah i mean the the only thing i had in mind was a a a train and a a hill with snow and then all of a sudden i was there in front of the door It, it didn't really seem did it seem familiar to me at all no yours did not seem familiar to you in any way yeah it was not familiar at all i'd I'd never seen the place i didn't recognize the train or 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 the room that the red right hand was in at all i yeah i think maybe jesse what did you what did you see oh i saw my my childhood home i don't we don't have to go back there i don't want to go back there so I think we should start with this town. All right, but I mean, 
in my dream, the blacksmith said that Bill said that he said we would be coming by as if Bill left notice that we would be there. I think it's a good From place to stop. From beyond the grave, I don't know exactly what just happened to the three of us, but... I mean, we have two places that we know of that we could go, and, you know, if one doesn't pan out, we try the other, but yeah, yeah. I'd say let's, let's try to figure something out. This right hand is planning something. It doesn't really even matter what he's planning. I just want to pop him for doing bail, but this is big. Well, I say we depart here with utmost haste, and I... Go over to the little cairn for Bill and you know, say, we're going to go get him, Bill. Yeah, I'm going to make some coffee for everybody and, you know, have my first cup, light up a cigarette. Oh, rope, woke the dragon. I'll be right back. And go, you know, then come back. And <laughs> seven, seven my coffee. Every damn time. <laughs> come back and gather my things and say goodbye to Bill. Say, I'll come back and let you know when the job's done, Bill. Y'all, um, should we decide who we want to be the leader before we head out this morning? Uh, honestly, I feel, and, you know, no no offense, but you're a little young to be in contention for this. and Yeah, I don't really want to lead. I just want to kill. So yeah. I might not be the best for the job. And me personally, I think that my place is better suited not in a leadership role and I must say, Betty, you you just you seem the most like Bill in a strange way, a personal way. Yeah, I think it should be you too, Betty. I think you have my vote, and I think that settles it. I mean, I I, I did make the coffee. Well, that is what the leader That's does. That's what Bill I did. Never That's I, I just assumed that this was a formality. Well, I I I, I don't really had much of practice being a leader but I, I I could do my best. I believe you will. That means a lot, guys. Thank thank, thank you. Well, with the two of us here to help you out, there's no way you can fail at leadership because we're... We're good followers. Yeah. We're, we're right here with you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I think this is the, probably how Bill would have liked to have seen it go. I think so, too. You know, minus him being brutally murdered. Yeah, yeah, he would have liked to see this, I think. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, he never would have retired anyway. Of course not. He'll be retired. This is the closest that he's going to get to retire. Yeah. He said he'd stop when he died. Yeah, he yeah. did. People in our line of work rarely get to retire the way they want to. Yep. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we're all destined to die with our boots on, I'm afraid. Well, I guess we need to also think of a new name for our order. I mean, that kind of died with Bill. Um, any ideas on that? I defer to our leader. Um, we'll circle back to that. <laughs> okay, we're we're we'll, going to circle back to We'll, we'll discuss oh, along yeah. the way. Yeah. Next, yeah. Next we'll time a, we make camp. You know, brainstorming meeting and hmm? uh, PowerPoints and, and all those things. That What's a, pow- a power what? A power, a power point. 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 Yeah. Point. Yeah. Powerfully pointing. I understand yeah. now. Yes. Yeah. Betty, you're good at that. I am. You're I have, that, meant mag- to be I have that magic paper clip that really helps me out. <laughs> I mean, we're doing we're doing it for Bill right. about the order of hate. I like the order of hate. Well, yeah. spelled like Bill had his last name with like a A I T. It mm. was like it was spelled different than like the the emotion of hate. Hmm. I'm all about that. If that's 
It's got a bit of a ring to it. If that's okay with the powers that be. You are the leader. We, I was just proposing an yeah, idea. I'm the leader, but there are powers that be. You see a early morning cloud float by, and as you look at it, it looks just like a thumbs up. Oh, look. The sky. That cloud looks like a seat. <laughs> I believe it's a sign from on high that we have chosen a proper name. Yeah. The hate. The order of hate. The hateful eight. Well, the hateful bunch. The hateful bunch. Trio of hate. The hate triangle. The riders of hate. (laughs) Yeah, workshop that. The hate amigos. The The hate amigos. The hate amigos. Trace hate chase. (laughs) The morning sets in as you guys finish your coffee and finish your conversations. Cal, you know that the town of Riptide actually isn't too far. In fact, you only have to make it through... A patch of wildwood to get there. Unless you spend days and days going around. You've been through the woods before, under Bill's guidance. So, uh, Cal, you know of this place, Riptide, in any chance you can lead the way? Absolutely. Absolutely. Follow me. Did we have horses when we rode in on this thing? Didn't we? Were we're we on top of the hill on. No. No. So we're huffing it. Everybody needs to subtract one day's of rations from their inventory. So you should have two, two days. Two yep. Cal, you take the lead. Heading towards where you know the wild wood to be. It isn't without its perils. Which you guys have run into various beasts making your way through. And as the morning creeps into midday, you guys finally make your way to the edge of the wild wood. And as you begin to enter, the bright sun begins to dim. As the darkness of the forest sets in. These are some thick woods. This is dark in here. I just look around, see what I see. I try to keep finding the path. I'm, I'm going to light up the lantern. Yeah. And oil. Of a torch. I got a torch. I'll le- yeah, I'll light my torch and lead, keep leading. Okay. You guys make enough light to make out where you're going. Although as far as a path through, there's no real established roads. You're kind of guessing if you're headed in the right direction. And as you are moving through, after a few hours, you guys come across a old wooden Vardo, which is a gypsy caravan. I shoot it. <laughs> gypsy! Sorry. Sorry. Through the darkness, you can see that this Vardo is lit up both inside and outside by lanterns. And as you get closer, you see that its two wheels in the back are broken, and it is sunken slightly into the mud. You can see plumes of smoke coming out of the top of it from a small chimney. And as you get closer, you smell herbs and spices. I don't trust it. Yeah. Now I'm hungry. Keep quiet. Keep quiet. It doesn't look like it's moving anywhere. They're obviously stuck. Let's just approach it quietly. Should we offer to help? See if they need help mending their wheels? If they're nice. Well, after you. I guess it's up to me now. Yeah, Betty's going to quietly as she can approach the outside of the caravan without trying to let the other person know the presence is there and just kind of like listen in see if you can hear anything or okay give me a dexterity check Ooh, rolling some dice yep rolling some dice wow been a while I uh, that's what we were doing what I do i was roll? just telling stories what you're gonna I? roll a d20 and your objective here then, is to roll a score lower than your dexterity lower score than my dexterity. lower than a 10 Nine. Yes, you're able to sneak up very close to the Vardo. And 
as you make your way, you pick your placement of your feet very carefully. And you creep up to the edge. You're able to hear a older, high-pitched woman's voice coming from inside. And she's singing a sort of ballad. Your nose fills with the scent of baked goods. Yeah, it seems perfect. (laughs) Um, A little too perfect. (laughs) Suddenly from above you, one of the windows swings open. And a pie is set on the ledge of the window above you. I'm going to lean over to Cal, because I think we're still pretty far back. Mm-hmm. I think it's a witch. <laughs> it seems a bit peculiar. Is this some mighty fine food here? These, um, what, these, what, these woods sense. are quite wild. I try to make eye contact with them, and I'm like, bye. We're like, no. Like, no. <laughs> However, when you guys are like, no, but Grohl sees pie, <laughs> you forget that one of Grohl's favorite foods is, in fact, a blueberry pie. Is this pie a blueberry pie? Give me one big sniff. Oh, it's blueberry. Oh, no. Son of a And bitch. from between the two of you, Jesse and Cal. Can I roll to try to catch him? Yes, roll a strength roll for me as he is actively trying to scramble past the two of you. D20? D20, and you want to get lower than your strength score. But what if mine says 9 out of 11? Oh, that's because you were probably hurt in the... Oh, did I do rest? I didn't really rest. I slept like shit. Oh, yeah, no, you slept like shit. Sorry. So no, lower than a nine, then. Actually, no, you can you can recover that. Yay! Recover. You can recover pretty quickly, actually, so... Okay. Oh, yeah, I rolled a four. All right, you're able to hold on to Grohl. His claws are digging into you, and he begins to try to meep and make whatever noises he makes when he sees pies, which is, like, <laughs> very excited. <laughs> And he's trying to really pull his way out of your arms and make his way to this Vardo, but you are able to hold on to him. I hope. Okay. <laughs> Did this person see me when they no. put the pie out of the window? So I'm still there. You're still there. In a precarious position with a window open above you. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No I like kind of just motion to the other group, like, what 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 am I gonna do? Like I Alright. Betty pops up with her repeater rifle. It's like don't do anything weird. <laughs> um, Points it at the old woman. Okay. When you jump up and look into the window, you see a approximately four foot tall, very elderly woman. And as you pop up, she shrieks and trips over a little staircase that leads up to her bed platform and goes, Ah! Oh, God. I've fallen! Ah, I can't get up! Oh. We should go. Let's go over there. Yeah, I, I feel I feel a little bad. So I'm gonna say I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I just been through a lot. I didn't mean to scare you. And also, you're just putting pies out, which is weird. Ah, the pies for me. That makes sense. I, I, I'm terribly sorry. Can I try to help her up? Oh yeah. So you go inside the Varda. Yeah. Is it? Can I, is there another play to get in besides the window? Yeah. There's a door in the back. Okay. That you can you can run into. Yeah. I'll try to. Run in. You run in the back of the Vardo, and you're able to help the old woman up. However, she is like actively bracing her back with both hands, and she's like, "What is wrong with you, scaring old ladies like that?" It's like I said, we've just been through a lot. I apologize. I didn't know what you were up to. It just seemed weird to me that you're in the middle of nowhere, broken down, and seem happy enough to just make a pie. Well, of course I'm happy. I've only been broken down here a little bit. Somebody's gonna come back and get me. So you're not alone. Well, I mean, I am, 
in the fact that I've been here for about 15 years waiting for them to come back and get me, but I'm not as I was part of a group once. I feel like I haven't been very formal and I apologize. Uh, my name's Betty. What is your name? Oh, my name's Patricia. Well, hello, Patricia. You keep saying we too, but I only see you. That's for me to know and you to maybe find out about. And the two of you, I assume, are at the Vardo by this point? I'm yeah. Out of sight like, still. Okay. I'm up. I'm up. I'm uh, what, making my way over there. Making your way where? Over to the Vardo. Downtown? Downtown. Okay, so you're coming over. So Patricia looks at you, or continues her conversation with you, Betty Bob. Well, that's a really weird answer. I don't really like that. You guys are all popping up, scaring old people. Yeah, well, it really wasn't my intent. Um, I've been scared a lot recently, and, uh, you know, uh, scared people do scary things. That's true. I, I well, on a t-shirt. would some pie help? I'm not, um, I mean, it smells delicious, but I, you know, they write a lot of stories about taking pie from strange old ladies in the woods. Oh, yeah, I have a lot of those books. I never got around to reading them. Okay. And um, she cuts a slice of pie for herself and says, can you help me onto the bed quickly? Just like, hey, give me the old heave-ho up onto it. My back's a little tender at the moment. Pie in bed, this lady's fucking nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd, I'd give her a little boost. And she sits on the edge of her bed eating her pie. So, so what are you doing out here in the Wildwood? Um, we are making our way through to, um, the city of Riptide, town of Riptide. Oh, I was headed there once. Is that where you were headed when you broke down? Ah, maybe. It's hard to remember at this point. Yeah, you said it was 15 years ago and you're still waiting for someone? Well, as you can see, I don't have a horse and my wagon wheels are broken, so, uh... Yeah, it's been a little hard to get going. I'm not the most capable to make it through the woods here. Well, I mean, the, the out the woods is, like, right back there. Like, Well, I know how to get out into the woods. I don't know how to get out of the woods. Oh. Well, I mean... Scoop me another piece of pie. Okay. Cut her a piece of pie. Cal, at this point, I'm sure you are at the Vardo. Do you go in? I just want to see the little, little lady's reaction of a fucking tall, coat-clad freaking gunslinger looking guy <laughs> oh jesus two of you in the same day darling are you with him yes you, you have could, nothing to worry about you He's could do gentle giant you could do much better. oh i'm not with him it's it's, it's, oh. uh, it's not his fault god blesses some people is everything all right baby yes this old woman had a misunderstanding and thought you know, no, this young lady burst out of nowhere, aiming a gun at me, and scared me <laughs> over a box, and now my back is shattered in pieces. You know, which I'm sure she is eternally apologetic for, ma'am, but we are concerned that you are a, a, de- a deceiver and a distraction. Uh, we are very sorry, and we will be on our way. Um, well, you could help me with something, maybe. Are there more of you? Grohl is drooling and like you're covered in animal spit i imagine trying he's trying him. to scramble out of my arms still hundred, for the oh pie yes. oh yes so, especially when he sees that th- somebody is eating the pie here was my plan with staying out of sight girls scrambling in my arms so if shit goes bad i'm gonna let him loose on this pie and like he'll a cause a distraction mm. yeah and then you guys could get out of there when we find out she's a fucking witch because i've also decided jesse is superstitious mm. okay okay well, big guy, would you like any pie? It's fresh baked. It's blueberry. Uh, we we have just had our rations, ma'am. I, I 
I couldn't possibly. I have never met so many folks that don't want some blueberry pie. Anyways, can you get me another slice of pie? That's the third. How many slices of pie can you eat? You really? I make have it? been here for 15 years. I can eat as much pie as I would like to eat. Yeah. How do you even have enough supplies to make this much pie for 15 years? How do you get... Well, I'm resourceful. You certainly are, ma'am. Is there any way I can do like a do like insight checks exist in this game? Is there can I is there a detect bullshit role I can make? <laughs> What's this bitch's problem? <laughs> How she got white teeth and eating blueberry pie for fifteen fucking years? I mean, the only things it really says is brawn, prowess, resistance, agility, sneaking, reflexes, resolve, charm, and force of will. So I guess you could try to roll a heart. Yeah, I just you, does she seem genuine or is she just high on pie? All right, rolling lower than an eleven. 16. You are unfortunately not able to get a read on her. You're still as suspicious as you were when you aimed the gun at her the first time. Um, Man, that pie looks good, though. Oh, it is. It I is. Said, I said that in my head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you heard that in your head. <laughs> oh, this pie is very good, I mean. I'm surprised. I'm going to probably eat half of it before I put the other half away. Um, well, you're putting the first half away pretty oh, quick. Oh, you're funny for a big guy. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. So, you two, you're making your way through the Wildwood. Would you say, on a scale of competence, how com- You know what? You had a gun, so that's pretty good. That's better than a lot of people that have come through here. Maybe I could request something of the two of you. Requests usually come with some kind of reward, and we're also in a little bit of a hurry. Well, it probably wouldn't take any competent people too long to to accomplish. You see, back when I was traveling through, I lost a suitcase that I could really use back. And I would be happy to give you anything that I, it was in my reason to give you if you bring it back to me. There's some stuff from my husband in there that I don't care to keep any longer. What do you think, Cal? A quick search of the area couldn't really hurt. All right, well try to find your bag do you have any idea where the last time you saw it or where it might be oh yes i saw it 15 years ago (laughs) it fell out of the back of the wagon and in fact i got off to find it and that's when my husband took the horse ahead after the wheels had broken on our caravan and um he said i'll come back for you and so he's on his way but I just don't, I don't know when. Your husband went to find your suitcase. No, I went to find the suit. I jumped off. You see, he was in the back. I was driving at first. And then all of a sudden, I saw my suitcase fall out the back door. Did you hit a root? I say may oops, have. Say oopsies. I, I may have. That may have been why the wheels broke. So anyways, I got down from the driver's seat, you see, and made my way out back. I was a little bit more agile at that time, and I, I tried to find it. However, when I turned back around, my husband had unhooked the horse from the front of the caravan, and he was he was riding away. This is the first time I've said it out loud. It really sounds like he might have left me. Yeah, um... Uh, he's cheating no, on no, you, no, 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 um, no. No, it's... Let's be honest with her, Cal. I mean, she's old enough. She deserves our respect. I don't think he's coming back, sweetie. I used to look like you 15 years ago. You think he would leave that? That was 15 years ago. Well, yeah. I might have been here a little longer than 15 years, sweetie. I was in my 20s. <laughs> I told you she's a witch. She looks like she's 400 in my head. (laughs) Okay, well, 
we'll find your bag for you, but also we might want to talk about getting you out of here at some point, too. You know... Perhaps even just like a slight skin cream regimen. I sometimes smooth berries over my face. You see, there's a beautiful blueberry and blackberry patch behind here. Um, I primarily live on the blueberries. I, th- I believe you. Your skin's practically purple. Oh. I haven't had a mirror in so long. Is, <laughs> you can is it tell. good? No, no. You uh, look like you're suffocating constantly. Oh, uh, well, I'm not. Anyways, piece of pie? No, thank you. No, get me a piece of pie. No. Oh, she needs another piece of pie. Uh, uh, yes. Okay. And she consumes the fourth piece of pie, which mm. is now leaving only half a pie left on the windowsill. She's an antioxidant well, zombie. All right, Patricia, you point us in the right direction. We'll try and locate your bag for you. Okay, well, the, the the Vardo's facing this way, so I would probably head some way back that 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 way. Okay. I like how specific those directions are. That way. Were. So we Thank want to you. go that way. That'll, yes, this I would way. behind where, where, you see where I'm facing? Well, go the other way. You get, yes, thank you, Patricia. Okay. All right. Um, Betty's going to walk out and just, like, hold a finger up to Jesse, be like, I don't know you're here, and, and kind of, like, walk out away from the Vardo. Okay. Same. All right. And do you guys regroup with Jesse? Oh, yeah, and absolutely. Okay. Fill her in on everything. It doesn't look good. It looks like she's dead. It looks like she's a witch. She's but, definitely a witch. <laughs> What's with that pie? Blueberry ain't even in season. Mm, blue skin. I don't think seasons matter too much in these woods. Yeah, see, I don't like these woods, neither. Yeah. Something ain't right here. Well, she sent us to find some luggage. At least we might be finding something resourceful in it, and even if we decide not to bring it back. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah. Or we could be being pitched on a fool's errand and being thrown to be lost deep in the woods and end up like her. I mean, as far as I know, I didn't see any signs of weaponry or anything, so we got her there. You know, I'm not terrified by that. As long as we stick together, I, I have no fear. Yeah, let's head towards that direction. Okay. How much time do you guys devote to searching? No more than... 20, 30 minutes? 10 minutes? Yes. <laughs> like, we're just going to do a hot lap around and, like, oh, no, we're leaving. So do you guys actually look or do you leave? No, I'll take I'll take a look. I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious about this woman's luggage. I'll look. If okay. Betty's looking, I'm looking. As you guys look around, um, not too far from the, the caravan itself, the three of you kind of converge on the same place after a few minutes of searching and running quickly through the woods in front of you is a deer with eight legs and oh. giant pointed antlers as it bolts through through the woods in front of you, probably only 100 yards. Suddenly, a second one bursts out from another patch of woods, spiking it with its antlers. And then as it pulls the other creature off of its antlers, it begins to trample and eat at its flesh. Well, that's not really good. Uh, hold, everybody, don't move. Everybody, make a dex roll for me. Gosh darn it. Yeah, I rolled a 16. Yeah, my dex is a 10. I rolled an 11. I rolled a 19. Oof. Oops. All right, so all three of you fail? Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. All three of you try to stay still. However, the nerves that you experience seeing this shake you all enough to make you each take a step back. And as you do, this each snap this creature that looks like a hideously deformed deer with eight legs and gigantic antlers 
turns and looks at the three of you before its eight legs begin pounding into the ground and it rushes you. I'm gonna pull out my machete. Um, yeah, I'm getting my repeater ready to go. I grab my bullwhip. Go for the legs, Cal. Yeah, yeah, I go to try and hobble it up a little bit and rip one of its legs out from under it. Is it running on all eight legs? Or Yes. Okay, so it's not grotesque, like there's some in its back sticking out or anything. Yeah. Is this a spider deer? <laughs> it's a spy deer. Ugh. S-P-I-D-E-E-R. Ugh. Mm, so it's a, an arachnoid deer. With Gross. giant sprawling antlers. Awesome. That is going to try to pop off a shot with a repeater, trying to get it as it's running towards it. Yeah, assuming I can make an action right now. Absolutely you can. Roll me 2d6. Uh, that would be an 11. Oh, that's right. You want to roll low. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> so an 11 is a clear miss. Clear miss. So decrease your bullet count by one, not your lead. So you hold right. eight uh, shots. Eight shots. So decrease seven. that down to seven. As your first shot misses. We'll say with it being 100 yards away, there actually is one more round before it hits Oh, I'm definitely taking the three of you. Yeah, I got a repeater. I'm going to pull pretty quick. I'm whipping one of the legs out. Okay, you'll have to wait until it's closed that gap yeah, a I'll little pull, bit more. I'll pull my shotgun out and shoot at it. Okay. Nine. A nine. You were able to hit it with a grazing shot. It's still a little outside the range of your scatter gun. So roll me one d4 for damage. Three. Yeah, and since it's a little farther out than I expected, I'll, I'll switch to my long gun. Okay. You make me a, a shot. Six. Okay. A four to a six is a definite hit. So you roll 1d10 for damage. Six. A solid shot, if I ever saw it. The spy deer, undeterred, continues its rapid advance towards the three of you. Cal, at this point, it's getting too close to accurately put in your scope with your long range. Jesse Jane, you are actually in a decent spot still as it closes the gap because your gun has a closer range than Cal's. And Betty Bob, you're still well within your medium range to continue your shot if you wish to shoot it at one more time before it is upon you. I have some questions first. Okay. I have this large trap I don't, in my brain, it's like a big bear trap, but I don't know that that's true. Um, so I'm wondering if I have enough time to do something about that? Definitely not. Okay, cool. Then I will shoot it with my shotgun. <laughs> okay. Um, I believe that would put Betty Bob at the top of the order. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's headed right for us! Throw another shot from the repeater. Six. Six is a hit. Nice. Roll damage, which for you, on a, yep, is a D8. Four. Decent hit. Mm-hmm. Jesse Jane. Um, how many shots does my shotgun have? You have two before you have to reload. So this will be your second. Okay. Yeah. Three. Three is maximum damage. Whoa. Fuck yeah. Nice. All right. Let's go. So you automatically do D8 then, and you're going to roll an additional D8. Two D8? Yep. Your scattergun has a dire effect. So. No, no, no. You roll 1d8, so you get max damage. So you get 8 on 1, and then you're going to get... Oh, so I roll, see. Sorry, so roll me 1d8. 1. <laughs> 9! You got 9 damage. Yeah. That's good. That sounds good. That is good. Yeah. As 
the spider steps from you guys, takes a beautifully placed shotgun round to the head, you split its giant sprawling antlered head down the center, and it collapses. Good oh, shot. Barely made that one. Man, well placed, Jesse, well placed. Thank you, that scared the shit out of me. I barely even seen it. It was mostly luck. I, I don't believe that. Betty just kind of like pokes it with the butt of her gun, just making sure it's... It does not get back up. No phase two. Okay. No phase two. <laughs> not yet. We aren't playing Dark Souls until season two. Okay. Do we know this creature? Is there anything worth harvesting on it? Cal might know. Cal, is there anything worth harvesting on a spider? deer? I mean, the antlers are handy. Well, I'll take a couple of those. Taking a couple what of, are you of spikes them for? of antlers. You make you tie a string around them, wear some necklace, you know, use them to trade for you know some jewelry, uh, uh, knife handles. Oh, all right, you um, got me there. That that sounds good. You could use horn for a lot of things. Slice it on a circle, and you, that you can make a button with it. Oh, a little button. And I ain't uh, got no buttons. I say, but we, I guess I would have one. We're gonna take we're gonna take some antlers and uh, the the venison. It's it's stringy. It's like a, like almost like crab. It's uh, when a, you know, a crab beef yeah. long and stringy. Like this is similar. It's like this crab is like an eight legged creature of the sea. This is the eight legged creature of the forest. So it's 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 red, but it's string it's stringy. It's it's weird. Crab, crab of the land, they call it. Yeah. That sounds gross. I don't want that. I it's, don't it's, want no it's, part of it's that. Okay. It's okay. It's not bad. Okay. Cook it on a fire hot enough, it'll kill all the parasites in it, and you it won't affect you negatively at all. Well, maybe. You want to carve it up? I'll, I'll get some straps. Okay. Carving up the deer, you're able to get one day's rations for everyone. Nice. Back up to three. As it seems, maybe it's spider mating season, and the rut is in full effect, so this thing has run itself to a very lean body mass. Otherwise, typically you'd get more mm-hmm. in a different part of the season. Well, um, that was intense, but uh, maybe just spend a little bit more time looking for the suitcase and then just call it. As you take a step backwards, you trip over a root and fall on your ass, Betty Bob. <laughs> get impaled on antlers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the hell? Uh, Wait, take, hey uh, there. Let's see, take a look at what I tripped over. It happens to be the edge of a suitcase. Of course. Of course. <laughs> found it. Gracefully found it. Uh, maybe you should uh, open it up and make sure it's the right one. Oh, I'm definitely looking in it before we bring it back. <laughs> There's no questions on that. I take a step back when she opens it. Okay. Opening it. It's a menagerie of oddness. There is some scant lingerie, as well as a book, How to Fix Your Marriage. There's a long, crooked, but beautifully carved piece of wood. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) How how crooked? It's straight enough, but crooked along the way. There is another leather-bound book in there that seems to be handwritten, as well as an item that doesn't seem to belong in there. And it looks like almost the blueprint of a handgun rolled up neatly in the corner of the or in the side of the suitcase as well as some other knickknacks doodads clothing and um some gentlemanly effects well this blueprint is mighty interesting 
wood must be one of those magic wands they talk about. It's weird that there's a blueprint for a gun in here. No one that I know is still making any. She said that some of the effects in here were her husband's. He could have been a, a smith of sorts. I mean, that would be helpful if he's still around, but... All right, well, I mean, we found it. Let's bring it back to her and uh, maybe just ask her about it. You know, we'll be forthright. We opened it just to make sure it wasn't, you know, anything gross or nasty that would hurt us on the way. And then, you know, brought it back to her. Sounds like a good plan to me. I just want to take one. What's that leather bound book that's handwritten? Mm -hmm. I want to take a look into that. Okay. You open it. You're simultaneously confused, intrigued, and a little scared. And horny. Yeah, definitely horny. Hornier than anything. <laughs> As it seems like a mix between a journal and scratchings of a mad person. You guys know that magic isn't something that is widely prevalent in this world. And when it is, it usually is not for the best of purposes. And so reading the book, you don't really understand what is being translated on it. But every page that you turn to try to like figure it out that isn't a page out of her journal drives you a little nutty. However, every time you get to a journal page, there is a hand-drawn drawing of her 15 years ago. And as you continue through the journal, not, not just 15 years ago, the latest picture is 15 years ago, but it actually goes back through um, several years of her life, and it shows her aging at a pretty rapid pace. And it seems like she's drawing self-portraits in there. What is it, Cal? There's one that's nude. <laughs> Just <laughs> one? How, how is it, Cal? This is... I Not your style, I know. I'm usually a man of many words. I've been rendered utterly speechless by the content of this tome. It is my new least favorite and most favorite book of my eyes have ever glossed over. Well, I mean, it's obviously some type of journal of hers, right? It is, without question... The scribblings of of the most beautiful mind. Uh, She's a goddamn witch. I believe this confirms your suspicions quite succinctly. I'm not usually right when I think people are witches, but I'm pretty sure I'm right about this. I I believe you have found a witch. I believe that. Yeah, yeah, take take this wand, wave it around, say some words. What happens? Oh, I ain't touching none of that. First of all, that ain't no wand. I mean, yeah, it could. I mean, Betty Bob knows what that is, and that ain't no wand. A magic wand. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Best thing to do is put all this shit back in there and give it to her, and no ever tell her you opened it. And just um, keep it happy. Take the, the blueprints for that file. Well, I mean, I think she'll be pissed and know immediately it's gone. Though, I mean, I say that's a, it's your it's your call, boss. I, we could be as altruistic as you want. Let's just get it back there and play it by ear. The three of you look around and realize that Grohl is not with you. Damn it! All right, I got him away from it so good that first time. Betty grabs the bag and she's like, "Let's go." Let's go. I'm uh, calling for Grohl and I had uh, making our way back. You make it back to the Vardo. doesn't take too long. And as you are approaching, you now see two pies sitting on the windowsill. And you hear, hear some laughing mixed with some beep, 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 beep coming from inside. As you open the door, you see Patricia sitting on the bed 
with Grohl, each eating several slices of pie at a time. Grohl, oh, man, I'm sorry. He's, he's not very polite. Me? And he looks at you, and his whole face <laughs> is just covered in blueberries. <laughs> Purple. Purple. You're going to need a bath, and you hate baths. Oh, he, he'll be fine. Just, he'll, you know, he'll clean himself. He's a great pie eater. He's not like the rest of you. He's a great everything eater. He is. It is his favorite thing to do. He's an eater, yes. I can see that. You can. He even has rolls. <laughs> and she pushes her hand into his belly and then like pulls it back out. Oh, well, I wouldn't put your hand in there, ma'am. You're likely to lose your jewelry. Uh, oh, I'm not wearing any. No, anymore. <laughs> oh. Well, we found your bag. You did? Yes. Well, that didn't take long at all. Maybe I should have searched harder. Maybe. Um, there was vicious creatures about. It was lucky, lucky that you didn't happen upon them. Oh, that's why I I just go to the berry patch and come back. It's probably best for your safety, ma'am. Probably. That's why I haven't tried to go anywhere. Anyways, can I see my suitcase, please? Yes, and I hold it up so she can see it. Could you bring it over here and open it? I'll, I'll give you whatever you want out of it. Within reason, there's a couple things in there that are old Patricia's. I just want I want to retcon. I just like when we walked in. I was just like I looked at her and I was just like I can't look at you. <laughs> I'm just like I see you in a new. Life. Yeah, I have a very bad feeling about this. But yeah, I give her the bag. She sets it on the bed, kind of positions it behind herself and Grohl because they're taking up a good amount of space on the bed. And she busts it open. And she laughs, oh, there it is. And her hands slowly move towards the bag. Suddenly and quickly, she turns and she holds up her lingerie in front of you. Can you believe that I used to fit into this? I believe it. Oh, don't <laughs> fall in love, honey. I'm already married. Oh, I'm so, I, I'm. I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry. Anyways, so here's my husband's stuff. Uh, I don't know. You can take all of it. And she takes a couple pieces of men's clothing as well as the blueprint of the gun and sets it on a table in front of her and goes back to eating pie. I made more pies. This, This Bumble here said he wanted one, so I figured I'd make one for the group. Did you come in yet? Nope. Okay. Um, so I figured I'd make one for all three, three of you to take along with you. He said... He wanted more pie. Well, yeah, you don't speak bumbler. I didn't know you could. She looks at him and goes, meep, meep, And he responds, meep, 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 meep. And they both burst out laughing. Meep, meep, meep. Oh, no. <laughs> Not like that. Roll scowls. <laughs> you got the wrong inflection. I'll work on it. Sounds like you're from the Appalachians. It's, you know, it's family area. Um... What, this is a blueprint for a for a gun that's pretty serious your husband would have. What line of work was your husband in? Oh, he was a gunsmith. You don't say. They, have, they haven't they have been making guns. And yeah, I mean, that's why he had the blueprint. It wasn't, the, you know, it, he, wasn't, he was trying to make it, but I don't know. Was, I haven't seen him in a while. What do you think, if you had to guess, why did he leave? Probably because I'm only 41 and I look like I'm 83. Yeah, what the fuck's up with that? I don't know. You know, you make silly pacts when you're a girl with things you don't quite understand. And, I mean, just things happen to you. Okay, one final question. What's that wooden stick? That's my wand. Yeah, okay. We're gonna go. Adios. Got things to do. Don't forget your pie. Do we take the pie? Take the pie. Leave the gun. 
Leave the one. Leave the one. Leave the one. Take the pie. Patricia, um, I know this is going to sound weird, but what does your husband look like? Last I seen him, he was kind of a portly fellow. Wears glasses. Oh, big mustache. Ah, you know, just beautiful overall. What was his name? His name was Herbert. (laughs) Herbert. Herbert. Herbert Fleshman. Patricia, if we come across your husband, I'm going to make sure to let him know that you're here and, uh... Kind of ask him nicely but firmly why he left you. You know what? If you ever find out, let me know. Maybe we'll pass along our in our travels again. But uh, it's of no consequence. I've got my stuff in us, uh, so I should be fine. You don't want to get out of here. You're happy here? Oh, I'm getting out of here, honey. Okay, now that you have your lingerie. Yeah, I'm going to hitch a ride, so to speak. Okay, um... Well, uh, thank you, I guess, for the pie and the blueprints. Good luck with everything and with your wand. Yeah, adios. Oh, look at my journal, and she starts flipping through it. Oh, I haven't read this in years. Oh, look at me. Read us a passage, would you? And she flips to a particular page. The night drew hot as Herbert oh, and I... Oh, that is enough. That is enough. Like I've, Danielle Steele novel. I've been transported. I can't save, save, I have to save the rest from my imagination. Thank Herbert's you, Herbert. Herbert's hairy back emerged from behind the Vardo. Okay, um, we're gonna, okay, Patricia, it was lovely to meet you. You are a poet, ma'am. Thank oh, you. that, I've only gotten started. All right, we don't need to hear 50 shades of Verda. Well, if you don't want to stick around, you might want to get out of here. Yeah, we're gonna I got go. some action to do with my wand. Oh, yep, we're going, we're going. Bye, um, Grohl, let's go. Meep. Meep. <laughs> and he jumps down with two handfuls of pies as he eats them and walks. Been picking blueberries out of his rolls for a month. I definitely do grab a pie though. Good. You guys have an additional pie. Are you still looking in the Vardo when Cal and Betty Bob leave? Yeah. Okay. As you continue to look, you see Patricia disrobe. And put on her lingerie. Did I when stop she, looking? And when she turns around to the open window, she is once again not an 83-year-old woman, but she looks right in the age between you and Betty Bob. Her body is no longer wrinkled. It's smooth and curvy <laughs> in all the right places. I'm going to duck back down immediately. Okay. <laughs> Go ask her about her pie recipe. <laughs> Do you share that with anybody? Yeah, as, as they come out and we walk around, I told you she was a witch. You know she's like 22 in there, right? Yeah, we saw the wand. I'm not going to turn around. I, I, I think we just got out of there lucky. Helped her, and maybe she'll remember. Well, hopefully, because I just saw her naked, and it was terrifying, and then wonderful. I just wish I had a copy. I, I, I committed as much as I could of her journal to memory. It was absolutely horrifying, yet the most erotic thing i've ever written read in my life i'm sure parts of it will stay with you for a while they will haunt me and arouse me until the day i die well uh we got this blueprint for this gun that was in there and i think that was pretty much all useful but i got i know the guy's name and maybe if we find him and give it to him he can make it for us oh i didn't want to say anything while we were in there but she described to a t the gentleman that i saw in uh, our shared vision of the red door but the private the previous part Oh, hot damn. It was, it was 
It is definitely the same man. The glasses, the must, the mustache, and the portliness of it all—it's it, it tracks. It's weird that we would happen to run into her and find those blueprints. This is destiny. We are on. We are clearly on a path that has been meticulously laid out, and we all have but to f- tread it. But us at the same time, Bill used to always say, there "Ain't no fate but what we make." So. I don't know, Cal. Oh, I'd intend on making the fate of that person that killed Bill end abruptly. That is the fate that I am going to make happen. We best get on our way if we're going to make that happen. Yes. As you guys move your way through the Wildwood, you hear a loud cackling. And from overhead, you see the Vardo scream through the sky and out of sight. There just goes. as quickly God as damn it uh, We are all God in agreement witch. of that. She is clearly a witch, and we just gave her back uh, items of power that she, she was looking you. for. She saw your face. You should have asked for a ride to Riptide. Yeah, seriously. See how fast that fucking thing was flying? Well, at least we got she let us walk out of there like, oh. Just, uh, so do we eat the pie or not? Like, I'm confused. It smells delicious. But I mean, we did her a solid. It's probably good. I mean, Grohl is Grohl like, ain't dying. Grohl is like jumping up and down yeah. trying to grab the pie out of Grohl is loving life right now. We are having that pie for supper. All Might right. be a little sugary. I'm going to walk and eat pie. Okay. As you guys continue to walk into the evening, which it's hard to discern really what is evening and what is daytime here due to the darkness of the wild wood, it takes another day and a half of walking before Oof. you reach the end. So I'm going to let you guys use the pie as a half day's ration, so only remove one additional day's ration, but you make it through the Wildwood without too much other trouble. I don't eat the pie. So you're going to remove a day and a half's worth of rations. That's fine. Just on principle, like, fuck that witch's pie. This is absolutely delightful. Throughout this second day walking, Grohl continues to pull handfuls of pie (laughs) out of folds and shove them in his mouth. You purple-toothed menace, I knew you sock some away for later. Me, 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 me. Oh, you dog, you. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, you're definitely getting a bath before you come back in my bedroll. <laughs> and the three of you leave the Wildwood. It's only a few hours' walk until you're outside the town of Riptide. Is this the place, Cal? It seems so, but are there people around? It or? is bustling. There are plenty of people. This is far different than it was in my, my dream. Well, I still think we should try this place. Does the gun shop, do you see where the gun owner, shop owner was? I, there was, we walked down this, that away over there, and there was the one, there was one, everything was dark. There was no lights in any of the buildings, but but, but save for one. And that, it was, does it look like it was a, the building anywhere around us? Um, you don't see the building, but as you're standing debating on the outside of the town, you feel a warm breeze blowing on the back of your neck. I'll take that as a an affirmation. Let's go that that away. Uh, every great journey starts with the footsteps, so I guess this is our first one, guys. Can I roll to see if I fall down and then meet you first? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Give me a dex roll. <laughs> I fall. I you f- you fall flat on your face with a nineteen. As soon as you step under the arch that says Riptide in the town, you trip, and um, several of the townsfolk turn to look at you, um, some laughing, one gasping. Let's get you up, Felix. As you're, what do you wear? Do you wear pants, or are you wearing, like, a dress? Oh, no, she she's a pants wearer. Okay. Leather slacks. Oh, yes, leather. That's like right. Like the silver conchos with the leather tassels? <laughs> no, not not that great. Just, like, you the, know, just, the, just... El Bandito. Leather pants. One gasps as they see your ass jiggle in the leather pants mm-hmm. as the town of Riptide is a little bit more 
conservative than perhaps Betty Bob Cocker's used to. Betty stands up and dusts herself off. Well, you know, next step's always going to be better. It's a promising first first step on our first mission is the Order of Hate. Well, you know, embarrassment leads to hate, so uh, here we go. Can only get better from here. Yeah, let's try and uh, let's try and find that shop. And the four of you wander for a few minutes before you hear the digging of a hammer. I hear it. Ting. Hear hear what, Cal? Ting. This way. And you follow the sounds until you're outside of a small shop with a blacksmith forge out front. The inside of the building is well lit, and the ivory door handle shines in the afternoon light. The same as in my dream. Little Cal, I guess. Lead the way, bud. Entre vous, shall we? Let's let's make our way in. You enter the door, and there's a portly man over a workbench, and he's got a tiny anvil and a very small hammer, and he's tapping away at a gold ring. Why, why, hello, sir. Well, hello. Nice seeing you here. Um, this is gonna sound like utter madness. But uh, I have a question for you. Well, what doesn't sound like utter madness in this town? Or in these trying times, I should say. Not just the town, but the the times overall have gotten a bit crazy, if I do say so myself. Indeed. Indeed. I like the way you talk. I I like the cut of your jib, sir. Wow. Well, uh, um, I must ask a series of questions, if you you would be so kind. Um, Would you happen to be... A gunsmith. He looks around nervously as a, a cold sweat immediately breaks out on his brow. And if that isn't, oh, if, and if that isn't up well, for debate, then might I ask, is your name Herbert Fleshman? How did you know that? And do you know anything about this? And I unroll the blueprint of the pistol. Oh, uh, uh, I feel like I've, uh, I feel like I've thrown a lot at you all at once, and it's uh, in it, and it's taken up most of your cognitive processes. Yeah, listen, I don't want no trouble. No trouble. We, we, I, none I of us want, want any no trouble. trouble. I'm just a man asking a few questions. Yeah, I'm worried about the answers. Do you know our friend Bill Hate? Y'all know Bill Hate? We are of the the order of Hate, and this is our leader. We should say we knew Bill Hay. He's dead. Well, that changes a few things. Why don't you come inside and we'll have a chat? Close the door behind you, darling. All right. Yeah, Jesse, what do we live in a barn? Sorry. I got mud in my boots, too. Sorry about that. That's all right. Everybody just crowd into the front parlor. I know the space isn't too big, but I usually don't have that many visitors at once. So uh, sit down and I guess I'll be happy to... Answer the questions you, you've got. All right, and that's where we're going to end our episode. You exploded a deer, a spy I did. deer. You ex- yes, <laughs> shot it in the head. I blasted that <laughs> bitch with shotgun. Yeah. Took the old Ithaca off the wall and went to town. I don't fuck with witches, but I'll kill monsters. I'll blow <laughs> deer apart. And we will continue next time. So I guess we'll see, see you next next, next Tuesday. Tuesday.
Tales from the Crypt podcast is recorded in the Wolfbeard Games Studio in upstate New York. If you've enjoyed hanging out with us, please subscribe on whichever platform you listen to. If you really like us, also leave us a review. It's very helpful. If you want to follow us more, you can find us on Instagram, at Tales from the Crypt Podcast. We've enjoyed our time with you today, and we look forward to seeing you next time at Tales from the Crypt. As you run in, a tripwire blows your brain straight out. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, no. it's been fun, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> what a game, guys. <laughs> um, no. Clip, clip it, clip it. Sometimes he's annoying, but he's, he means well. Clip it. You'll be sad when he's gone. Yeah. Simpler times. I often think we're as clippy today. <laughs> Good old clippy. Can you pause for two seconds? Do you have a printout of Betty, Bob? Oh, I had that since day one. Can I see it? Of course. I just looked at a generic thing online. I know it's hard to see. Nice. She's sexy hot. Oh, yeah, but she sounds like death. That's the whole point. (laughs) That helps paint a much different picture in my mind than I had going on. Oh, yeah. You're thinking like Aunt Jemima? (laughs) No, no. Like, she, that's why I tried to make a point and be like, she's stunning, but like. Sounds like this. So I had her stunning from the neck down. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I know. I know. Nothing was said about her face being not great looking, but like the voice that there, the face that of, came yeah. with the voice was not yeah. not pleasant. Yeah, it was, it was not not the. That's greatest, that's so. where it was fun for me. It's like there's this. Right you know, I got to change some some of the story stuff now that I know <laughs> Betty's hot. She's a smoke oh, show. Yeah, <laughs> but just. Don't ever let her speak. <laughs> I should get my fake gut out so I can twirl it around my finger no, we again. Don't, we don't need that. We don't need that. Actually, Betty would be like, like, guys, did we check Bill's pockets or anything like that? <sighs> Just dig him back up. <laughs> <laughs>